Good morning, Jerry. Oh, good morning, John. Top of the morning to you. I'm trying not to be too perky. I'll tone it down a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing doing fine. I'm doing okay. A little cool, right. but hanging in there. I got my blankie, so I'm feeling ah. good. Yeah. How's that radiator working these days? Oh, I've got it on right here. Solid oh. citizen. Oh, yeah. I, oh. I, I did you put the blanket the over it? You, you, did you not yet. Over? Not yet. I just I have it all set yeah. up to turn on, and I just did. So oh, it'll be. Oh. Okay. I got my blanket. Yeah. I'm okay. I just oh, turned off my heat. I should probably introduce ourselves to our, our friends who have just joined us. If you're new, you've never been here before, we are The Bro Show, and we are the Daniels Brothers, and I'm Jerry. And I'm John. And, yeah, as I said, we are The Bro Show, and we talk about four things, just four. So relax. If you're worried about your time, this will take less than a half an hour. It's no big deal. We talk about four things. One of those is an animal. This is the season of the whale, so we're going to talk about whales today. Mm. And... Secondly, we bring up a word that one or both of us ran into during the course of our research during the week. And believe it or not, we research the show. <laughs> and we do. Thing we, we do. And by we, I mean John, because I'm notorious for not doing my homework. That's my rep, okay? I can own that, right, John? I agree. Okay. Then the last, then third thing we talk about is some topic any topic that we may have a disagreement about or we may agree about. It's called two takes. Last but not least, we have two groaners. Ooh, do we have groaners? Dad jokes. We have groaners. These are bad dad jokes. Yeah. They are bad, but they're not bad that way. They're bad the other way. They lay bad. Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, Hey, John, what T-shirt are you wearing today? We know you're not wearing any pants because that is the culture. That's the culture of, of the bro culture. show. It part is. culture. It is. And we don't yeah. let that culture, we don't let the weather get in the way of the culture. So if it gets cold, we use a blankie, but we don't need yeah. pants. No pants required. It's thanks to COVID. And <laughs> pants are optional. <laughs> optional. I don't even think they're optional anymore. I, I can't remember last time I wore When I went outside, that's the last time I wore a pair of pants. You remember, was, actually, when we yeah. did the show down at Clark Street, you yeah. wore a damn blanket. I did. I, I took my pants off on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and, and I said, will I get arrested for this? And he said, there's this police guy at the bar. And he said, well, no, yeah. in a few minutes. <laughs> Great moments in, in brotherhood. Okay, good. so what shirt uh, do you have on? Yeah. I have the ox shirt on. Ox, I'm, I'm wearing my ox shirt. Rat. Rat. The season of the rat. Rat was our animal for for six months. Your season of the ox. Uh, yeah. These are both based on the Chinese Lunar New Year, and right. uh, we steal our artwork from the stamps the U.S. <laughs> government puts out. And I think we ran by our lawyers since they are they're, they're, we're not we don't have to worry about the seizing intellectual property here and getting no. sued. No, we don't. We have a legal representation, uh, courtesy of the uh, Clark Street Hub. Yes. So All we good. don't know what, what state of inebriation these lawyers were in when they gave us this advice, but we're taking it anyway, right? Yeah, I've, I've seen them basically you know, do business from the alehouse early in the night and sometimes a little bit later. 
Well, it's all well, good. impressive, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Hey, we have a sponsor. Yes, we do. Our sponsor is Save the Whales. Uh, Save yeah. the Whales is a non-for-profit organization uh, formed in 1977, and its um, its first uh, source of revenue was what we are is near and dear to our hearts: t-shirts. Yeah. And so you can get a Save the Whale t-shirt. But just to give a little background, this was started by a woman by the name of Maris. Sid Stacker, uh, she started it. She's the only employee, takes down a modest salary. That's it. The rest of the money goes for programs, which include education, primarily education of children, giving out ed- educational materials to various schools. And when the need arises, they'll jump in and do a special project. Uh, and their work is primarily done on the Pacific Coast. So that is oh. our, our sponsor. And you can get and, a shirt. You know, Maybe you can explain that out. Explain that one. Yeah, yeah. You, you, there's a link on on the show notes. You just click that link, and you can buy a t-shirt or make a donation. My brother John bought one of these t-shirts, a long sleeve t-shirt. It's dark with that really beautiful aqua color uh, print, save the whales on it, and he sent it to me. So I have that t-shirt. Um, I'm wait, waiting for a special day to bust it out. I wore it when I got it, but. I, I washed it yeah. now, you know, I'm going to second coming of the, of the, of this t-shirt. It's not really a t-shirt. What do you call a t-shirt? It's a long sleeve. It's a long sleeve t-shirt. Long, long sleeve tee, I guess is what I would call oh, it. Okay. Uh, it's more almost a sweatshirt. Yeah. Almost you know, this fabric on this shirt is very, very good. I mean, it's not flimsy. Yeah. It's not, it's not like no. something that you can see through. Uh, this no. is solid stuff. If you're so, worried about your nipples showing, you don't have to worry about it with this t-shirt. Because it's, and have, it, it, you can't take a bullet though. Don't make that mistake. Don't, don't, don't get involved in a shootout and think you're going to be okay because you're not. It's just cloth. It's not Kevlar. Wow. Of the whale, we've got a, a whale topic, and I and this one came by a very interesting way. I was the one who started it, and I don't want to take any credit for it, but I will do. Will say that. Uh, I brought up the fact we keep talking animal, 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 but why do we talk yeah. about a product yeah. that has something to do with whale? And we, you know, remember back when we had the ox strength, all this, and yeah. that companies yeah. would have their image based upon that steadiness and the strong uh, yeah. vibe that you get from ox. And we did the lizard, lizard, yeah. you know, because it holds on, it has the ability to climb up and stick on stuff. It also had we had the lizard spit. So those were the things I was thinking about when I brought it up. But there was another yeah. product that we have actually uh, had a common thread for through, and that is beer. So yes. we did like the uh, Lunar Ox beer. We did yeah, we the did. Lizard King beer. Yeah. So sure enough, who looks up and Googles and finds the beer? I have to give full credit to the producer for this one. I am I, oh, I embrace yeah. the topic, but I am going to have to say that you're the one who came up with it. And oh. kudos to you. Well, so, believe it or not, we found an Icelandic craft beer made with whale testicle. And this this beer is made uh in Iceland. Uh Reykjavik well, is about yeah. 50 miles north of that. But what's interesting about this beer, and I think the reason that the producer picked it Mm. Is because it is not accessible. I cannot find it. I can't have it in front of me. I can't drink it. I can't screw up the show by slobbering as I do it after I drink a beer. So he picked yeah. a beer that is no longer brewed. 
so I have no chance of drinking beer during the show. Thank you, Mr. Producer. <laughs> well, the challenge the challenge with you drinking beer in the show is, of course, your mustache. Oh, that's the only impediment. I thought it was my lips, my tongue, no, <laughs> my brain. No, no, no. Your your mustache dwarfs all those things. You have no. the world's most you have the world's most impressive mustache. You always have. Okay, very impressive. It's I don't amazing. even try. Yeah, I, I've given up. I don't even try. No, so that's not a mustache. Back, yeah. So the background on the beer is we've got this uh, small batch seasonal brewery that uh, it, it does, and this is a seasonal beer. They have a special celebration they do uh, once a year for two months in January, February. It's it's based upon some Norse god, I think. And yeah. what what happens is that Thor, they, they, Thor, Thor, that's it, Thor. That's how so, I feel uh, sometimes. So they have a festival, they have a tasting room, all that stuff, and the and you can actually there was a video of actually them making the beer, mm. and what what they do is they the, the key to this beer is it's kind of a brown ale that was reviewed a couple of years ago. It hasn't been out since 2016. I did it two years. It, the name of it is Hell. What is it? H Y L. Oh God, I forgot that. Forget that's forget it because that's no, no, terrible. No, 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 It's uh, you gonna do Havilar. it? H A H V A L U R. Havilar is what I would pronounce oh, it. And it's wow, actually really the name good. of the that's beer. Good. It's they did Havilar one, first year Havilar two, and the name name is based upon the, the the place where they get the part of the whale to smoke and put in to give it flavor. Ooh. So it's the Havilar company. That has a license to, because Iceland is one of the few countries that still has a whale season where you can go out and you can hunt a certain. They have a limit as to how many you can get, and so they have. A, uh, and it's, I think it's fin. They, they're fin whales. Yeah, fin whales. Is a fin whale. The fin. The fin whale is the second largest, longest whale. It's a fin okay. whale, believe it or not. But a, next to the blue whale, it is the number two. It's very long. And so for one each batch. That they make, they have to basically take one of these uh, uh, testicles and put it in there. And well, actually, what they do is they smoke it. And they use one of the things very common in Iceland is there's very few trees around, so they, they use as a source of, of fire that, to, to fuel it up is they use sheep dung. So they, wow. they made a big deal about the fact that well, you never is oh gas uh, uh, testicles. Oh, and then they say oh no, that's not the bad part. The bad part is we smoke it. With sheep dung. Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah. How many disgusting things can they come up with for this year? <laughs> That's know. my question. <laughs> and, right? It's, yeah, it's like it's a, it's a double whammy for it because the reason this beer is no longer served is because the conservationists in, in Iceland decided this is ridiculous. You're not only using a way, uh, uh, an animal that is close to extinction, but you're also using a very embarrassing – you're using a part of this poor whale's body that – Usually we think of in terms of modesty, not being shown yeah. to the public. Yeah. And that's and, and it was like bad upon bad. So it was very easy for them to have to stop doing this. But so that's, and the beer is a brown ale. And if you if you go on the, the reviews that came out through beer at I read, and they said it's it's basically it's, it's got a smoky taste, but it doesn't have hardly any body to it. It's like drinking, you know, very thin. So uh -huh. it didn't get great reviews, and that probably didn't help. But, I mean, it was more a novelty beer is the way I would look at it. So, 
That's not for the whale. It's not a novelty. Yeah, poor whale. I bet he took it personally. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I'm I'm sick now. You know, we make the whale stories have been making people sick. I don't know if you know that. Well, I'll tell you what. The next whale story we're going to do. I'm going to look for a product, something like we got for the ox, or for the lizard. All right. Hopefully Fair we'll enough. come up with something better. We get, we'll do right. we'll come up with a one that's not so con- they're very controversial, a little bit notorious. Yeah, I, I just, yeah pe- people just don't want to heave. I think that's the main thing. It's, it's a low bar, John. Not yeah, it's a low bar. Science. We'll do better. All right. Okay, uh, we have a word, don't we? We definitely have a word. Our word uh, was brought to us by a very uh, a close friend. Our family lawyer. Uh, he's an inactive yeah. listener. And how many families? That, how many families he, need a lawyer? Well, it's like the Godfather. The Godfather. That family yeah. needs a lawyer, and so. And, and this is a lawyer that basically has had a. He, he's had a few. We've needed him on occasion. We don't need yeah. to get in those details, though. No, so don't. he brought us this word, and this word is piffle, P-I-F-F. L-E, piffle. And piffle uses, could be used as both a, uh, a noun or verb, is nonsense or trivial, trivial or nonsense, senseless talk. And an example wow. would be the belief, the, the belief that the earth is flat is pure piffle, pure piffle, pure piffle. At least it's like pure alliteration. Pure, it's pure piffle. Yes. And, uh, I think what, but you're going to say, well, how often can that word be used? Well, during the uh-huh. term of a certain president, this mm-hmm. word was used quite frequently yeah, to describe the nature of the dialogue that was coming out of his mouth. And the most recent one that was used, and the way that our our you know friend what uh, in Walter came up with it, Walter, was because we're going to name him. We're going to name Walter him. Tim. Walter. Yes. We're outing him. Yes. It was the term was used to describe Trump's election fraud claims. Pure piffle. Yeah. Pure <laughs> piffle. You know, you can say it with kind of an attitude too, and it becomes obvious what it means. Yeah. It's In a context. word. Yeah. You, know, you basically you don't you don't necessarily know need to know the definition if you say the word correctly. A person will right away know what you're referring to. Piffle. 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 <laughs> piffle. You can say it with a certain disdain, and you know P's and F's. Almost always very good words. Very yep. they they tell their own story, especially the short ones. Okay, uh, that's good, John. Thank you for that word. You did a great job. Now we are ready for something very exciting. <clears throat> Let me do a little wind up here for this. Okay, we'll play the segue. We are going to have live on this not live podcast. My brother John. Eating chili. He's not drinking whale testicle beer. No, he's not. He is going to eat chili. He's going to eat Cincinnati chili, which some people say, that's not chili. We it really it chili. isn't. I mean, we call if it you chili, actually, no. Yeah. But I think we need to understand how we came up with this. We're actually a week short here. Because yeah. Cincinnati was, you know, a big deal last weekend with the Super Bowl and the Bengals. Out of that, Came uh, we, uh, the producer found mm. a, a video of this woman who did a great mm. job of making Cincinnati chili, and she says she, he says you got to watch this. This is really good. 
So we yeah. watched it and said, why don't we do the show? And then, of course, I said, and it's Cincinnati chili. And, yeah. uh, and so as a result, that's, that, that's what the, what our, our two takes is all about. Yeah. Uh, I would just, and that woman's name is Kristen Hampton. And Thank she you. is a little, little fireball from the South and she does a really, really good job. Of yeah. Very video. animated. You're not, you're not going to fall asleep and forget no. the recipe. You're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to get it down pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, just want to say with Cincinnati chili is, is Jerry, you've already mentioned, it's not really chili. You got to think of it almost like as, as you would like a pasta sauce. Mm. Uh, it originates back in, in Greece where Macedonia. when they started making it, they, they actually, made it in layers so that they had meat, pasta, cheese, etc. By the time it got over to the States, on its way to Cincinnati, they then made it and came up with what they called the, 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 the way method of serving. And so way. what that means by way is that you start with your spaghetti is one mm-hmm. way. You put the sauce on, then two ways chili. Would, yeah, that, and that would be two ways then. So then you've got the, the cheese. Then the mm. cheese, you could go onions. And then the last thing you could potentially do is put beans on it. So we pretty well indicated beans is not part of the chili as you make no. it. It's not part of the chili sauce. No, it's not. No, it's not. If, you, if you looked at a menu at Skyline Chili, and Skyline, by the way, is the largest uh, outlet. If they've got a bunch of uh, outlet places you can eat, like drive-ins, et cetera, restaurants. Informal restaurants, sit down, whatever. Well, they, they, call them chili, they call them chili parlors. Chili parlors. Chili parlors. They have got probably about 150. They got another competitor, Gold Star, that's got probably about half of that. Yep. Uh, Skyline is served all in the areas. It's principally Cincinnati, which then kind of goes into Kentucky, a little bit into Indiana. And uh, so as a result, I cannot buy Skyline chili. I can't go to a Skyline outlet here, a restaurant, no. and get it. You could get it in a store, and this is a. And what we'll talk is we'll talk a little bit about the recipe itself. But just to let you know, if, if here in the city, city of Chicago, up until about two years ago, you could get it frozen. I would mm. get it frozen skyline. It was incredibly good. It tasted mm. just like the chili. So you had the chili base. You could then get the pasta, the cheese, etc. Mm. But they then dis- discontinued that, and <gasps> they have it in cans. Uh oh. Don't. Don't, don't get it. Don't. It's don't. dog food. It's, it might be dog food. It did look like dog food. Yeah. Almost and anything in a can looks like dog food. So, um, but you can, if you go to their website, skyline.com, you can find that you can buy the mixture packets if you want to. They mm. actually they actually have a cheese, a special uh, cheddar oh. cheese, a Cuban cheddar cheese. A, wow. Uh, here's the one thing. They actually sell oyster crackers. And I thought, Ooh, that doesn't sound right. I don't know about the yeah, oyster crackers because it's not one of the ways. But I can tell you right now, if you go into Chili Parlor in Cincinnati and you say, "I want some chili," and they and you they say, "Well, what do you want? Which way do you want it?" And you say, "Well, I just How want many chili." Ways? Can't have it. It's not on the menu. Sorry, move on. Get out of here. Wow. Yeah, that's you, strict. You can't buy it strictly chili. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is the what is the nature of this chili? What makes it so unique? So yeah. Different? It's got a sweetness to it. So I'm going to give you a little bit of the the ingredients that come like in, in the, the seasonings. You know, we're talking uh, things like Worcestershire sauce, the, the garlic, chili powder. It's got cumin, cinnamon. Cinnamon's critical. Oh. critical. And 
you put Pulse in mask. some cocoa powder to give and it cloves sort of and, a cloves and, and, yeah, and cloves, yeah. cloves, allspice, berries, and garlic. bay leaf. Those are the and you know the garlic. So those are mm. kind of the, the 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 seasonings that you put together in it. You put then some tomato sauce. You put some tomato paste in. Now the critical thing is making the meat. Now yeah, hold on, thing I did. Hold on. You also use cayenne, red pepper, and oh, heat. Oh, sugar. I forgot that. No sugar, by the way. Mm. No sugar. <laughs> cayenne no, pepper, which no sugar. Gives, gives it the, the, the heat. Yeah. So bring it. Be, be careful. I, my my mm. chili was good. It, it was really good. So I did all that. Yeah. And you got all those seasonings. Then what you do is you make the, the – you ground the, 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 the uh, hamburger, which you yeah. should get probably 80-20. I got 85-15. Just around okay. that. Yeah. But you don't – it isn't like you put it in a pan and heat it up. No. No, you don't. Boil some water or beef stock. Or chicken stock. Or chicken stock. Depends. I've, I've, I've been talking to a fair number of what I consider uh, cooking – you know, people that do cooking for a living. And they some of them use a chicken, chicken stock too. So what you do is you boil that stock. And the critical piece here is because the chili is it's the, the meat in it is granular, so you don't mm-hmm. want big lumps. And if I had no, to, if I had to do one thing over again with this, I would be a little bit more careful and crunch it down a little bit. I would I wouldn't depend upon you using sort of a, a spatula or something to you know chop it as it's boiling. I would basically no. get it into the small pieces as you put it. Into the boiler, uh-huh. uh, crumble uh, it. That's, crumble it. You really crumble it fine. Is what you need Ooh. to do. Because it's so, soupier. It's super. It's soup rather than than stew. It's soup. It is. You know. But the thing is that I. You know. People say, well, if, of course, if you're doing that, you can't. You've got to have something that's kind of watery. Well, it's not water watery. And I, my feeling about it is mm-hmm. that you need to have it at the uh, thick enough. So that it coats the pasta, it doesn't run off of it. Okay? Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's so good, that's ooh, the reason that's I I would over I would go over to the side of making it thicker rather than thinner. Okay. Because I'll tell you right now, mine I didn't need a lot of sauce to put on mine at this point. Oh. No. So uh, yeah, I made it uh, three days ago. So after you you what you do is you put the you get the beef pretty well squared away in the stock and then you just throw all this stuff in it now you mm. can put chopped onions in it uh that that in is the only other thing i think i've got and of course i mentioned the tomato sauce and the tomato paste okay. you then boil it for you boil it on you get it uh, boiled simmer and put it on simmer for two hours and then let it cool off and you stick it in your refrigerator over overnight very important and then the next morning you take it out and there will be some either globules of fat or you might even have a layer some of the layer might be forming on the outer edges of your pan mm-hmm. or your pot mm-hmm. and what you need to do is you need to take that off and then i think you're ready to rock i mean since i'm only going for single servings you know they say well yeah. warm it all up well i didn't warm it all up why do that i just no. took a couple globs out put it in a, in a bowl stuck it in a microwave made some pasta yeah. up and i'm ready to go i actually for just a two uh the three-way and putting just the the uh, the, the cheese on it now they recommend cheddar i put a milder form of italian uh, kind of a combination provolone 
mozzarella, oh, et cetera. Really? In line. Really? Yeah. Now yeah. you don't quite get the color effect you did when you have the, the, uh, yeah. and you can look at some of the, the, the illustrations of this cheese and then you can't even find the cheese or the chili. I mean, you just, it, they just stack it up. I prefer wow. a, a more moderate portion of that. Mix it yeah. in to the extent that you might not even, you just sense that it's a texture thing. You don't really see necessarily the, the, the cheese as you eat it. So that's what I ended up with. You know, I bought all these, uh, I bought all these seasonings. So I got yeah. this extra amount of seasoning. I don't think I have any other choice, but I'm just going to have to make another batch of this before the winter's over with. I, I don't know what yeah. else I Are can you, do. you having it? You having it right now? Are you going to eat some? I'll eat a little bit. Let's see. Mm. All right. Well, you go ahead and eat and then make your noises because you're a very vocal eater. Yeah. Mm. How is it? Is it good? Tell me, tell mm. me what you're experiencing. Walk me through it. Well, I put a little bit of cheese so that you, you feel the yeah. softness and the smoothness of the pasta mm. with a fair amount of flavor on it. And then, like I said before, I put it's a little too lumpy for me. So, but the, the sauce is incredible. And it's got, the cayenne pepper gives it just enough heat. I mean, wow. if you watch the, the, the actual video that we provide there in the link, the mm-hmm. woman at the end of it, Kristen, yeah, she ends up putting Tabasco sauce on it. I, I would not recommend doing that unless you taste it first. Because I can tell you, the first couple of tastes, you say, it's very tasty. About the third taste, you say, this is very tasty and moderately hot. So, and that's where I want to. It builds. I don't want, it builds. I don't want five alarm chili. All right. Okay. Well said. Wow. So well, again, when you think about this chili, think about it as if you were thinking of a, a pasta sauce. That's what gotcha. it is. And would you yeah. put a would you put a bowl of pasta sauce in front of somebody and say eat it? Probably not. No. No, you wouldn't. That'd be inappropriate. I think. And also, I, I should mention, it's almost always. In fact, it is always served on a plate, not in a bowl. That's true. Yeah. And this is so. its roots come from Greece, Macedonia area. In today, as we speak, there are chili parlors in the Middle East. That's right. Really? Yes. Well, it's an offshoot of the original Empress and, and Skyline and uh, Gold Star right. restaurants. They, one of the guys said, hey, I'm going back and kind of went nuts. There's even one in Qatar. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Empress is the first uh, uh, known parlor yeah. that had a fair number of them. They kind of bowed to uh, eventually yeah. Skyline and Gold Star came along. And there's only, I think, two Empress left in the in the city of, of That's Cincinnati. That's correct. That is All right, so I think we got that. Let's have a couple yep. of growners, John. Okay, our growners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach, another one of our inactive listeners, but always a contributor, which we duly appreciate. So here we go. Go with the first one. The first one is, what do you call a person obsessed with giving pedicure? What do you call a person obsessed with giving pedicures? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What? A clip-toe-maniac. Oh! Excellent. I like that one. A clip yeah. maniac. <laughs> That's superb. Thank you. Okay, may now I, may I have another the, sir? Yes, yeah, you're gonna have another beer, is what you're gonna have. What kind <laughs> no, of beer not. does a vampire drink? What kind of beer does a vampire drink? 
This doesn't require a whale testicle. Uh, I'm willing to listen. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah. Budweiser. <laughs> Say that again. Bloodweiser. Oh, Bloodweiser. Oh, not as good as the first, but every bit is good. Yeah, I didn't know which order to do them, but next time I'll do better. No, you did great. Okay, well, listen, I got to eat this doggone wonderful chili. Out of here. All right.